Last in Line Nation, welcome to another episode of encouragement, another episode that will equip you and empower you to be the best version of yourself. As you know, Last in Line Leadership is all about equipping, encouraging, and empowering people to identify and utilize their gifts for leadership and to provide practical tools for growth and purpose in your life. So settle into this episode, enjoy, and be ready to walk away different than you came in. Hey, Last in Line Nation, welcome back to another episode. We are going to finish strong with the month of January. We got a heavy hitter today. Uh, We got a powerhouse guy um, who's going to explain to you his vision. He's going to talk about how things are and you are possible. So today, I have the privilege of talking to Travel C.W. Lynch, and he has been generous enough to get up really early because he's on the West Coast, man, and, and it's <laughs> early on a Saturday morning, but man, it's going to be so worth it. So mm-hmm. Travel, I'm going to leave give you a little bit of his background. So he is a husband of 20 years, father of four amazing children, He is a self-worth specialist, an ordained pastor, um, men's mentor, corporate leader, certified Mm. trainer, does it all, man. Um, Two-time published author and, uh, you know, self-development speaker, business owner. Um, He, you know, he does pretty thing, all things under the sun involving leadership, self-worth, encouragement, Mm. just ministering. Um, man, this guy's dynamic speaker. He is the founder of what is called I Am The Possible. So it's a company that's built on a philosophy that everything you hope to be tomorrow, you already are today. Um, he's committed to communicating uh, that idea. He's, he's committed, committed to inspiring audiences um, to see themselves in ways they've never imagined possible. Uh, man, uh, you can't get any more motivating and inspiring than this guy. <laughs> Like I said, he lives in Los Angeles. He's an associate pastor as well. Um, uh, Is it Pasadena Church? Pasadena Um, Church, yeah. Man, and and so he uh, is an endurance athlete, it says, having competed in over seven competitions. Um, So I tell you, you know, but that number has grown do, since then. Uh, what's that? <laughs> no, I said that number has grown since. Oh, okay. Probably, yeah, okay. yeah. That's a little good, outdated good. bio. Yeah. <laughs> good, man. Well, yeah, hey, I tell good. you, let me introduce this guy because he is amazing. And, and you know, he's a, not only is he a physical uh, inspire motivator, he's a, he's a spiritual one as well. So mm-hmm. Travel, welcome to the show, man. Oh, thank you so much, man. Thank you for having me on. Uh, just can't wait, man, to to get into just this moment, man. I believe moments, uh, even as I do uh, my intro for my podcast, man, I always ask the audience, you know, do you believe that it's possible, just possible that in the next few moments that your life could radically change, that that the ideas that you have of yourself could radically change? And so I I just believe that moments are just extremely precious. And so thank you, man, for creating this moment, allowing me to 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 be a part of your world and a part of your platform, man. So. Man, so good. Thank you. Uh, you know, anything about yourself other than what I talked about, so um, that you want the audience to know, because you know, I want them to connect immediately with you. Mm-hmm. So, what what do they need to know about 
you to, to make that connection right now? You know what, what comes to heart, man. Um, and one of the things that I really try to do is to be present. Um, every audience is different. Every moment is different. You never know who's listening, who's watching. Um, so I really try to just dial into the moment and not be cookie cutter and to be uh, planned, but to flow in the moment, man. And really what I heard in the moment to share in terms of anything extra about me is, um, you know, I prepared a slide uh, for some for this upcoming event that I have. And what I did was I created a before and an after my before life, all of the trials, tribulations, the struggles that I've gone through. And then I created a slot, um, uh, a column for everything that I've accomplished. Mm -hmm. And that list is pretty long. Like it's a pretty extensive list of the things that I've accomplished, the things that I am, the things that I do. One thing that I would want audiences to know or people to know is that all those things that I've become, the only reason that I've been able to become anything, the only reason that I've been able to do anything is because I operate out of a confidence in God's ability, not my own, you know? Mm -hmm. And so that's the biggest thing because sometimes, man, we can have these vainglorious intros. He's a this and he's a that and he's done this and he's climbed Mount Everest and he's, he's a super endurance and he's ran 50 miles without taking a breath. And people can get overwhelmed, man, and not see themselves in that and say, man, okay, well, great. I mean, you're awesome, but little old me sitting over here, what, what can I do? And I want people to understand that forget all of my titles and hats and accomplishments and achievements. Listen, I'm a person just like you who has simply said, I am determined to believe what God can do through the human experience. And that's Amazing. it. That's it, man. Amazing. I mean, that we could just, you know, court adjourned. We could just go home now. That <laughs> there was, you go. <laughs> that's pretty good, man. Uh, and I know we're going to build on that. So yeah. I can't wait to get, get going. This thing, yeah. this thing is going to be hot. Um, man, thank you for sharing that. You know, we, we do a different theme every, every month on this show. And, yeah. uh, you know, I come up with these, these acronyms and these outlines. And, and I'm going to tell you, I've had fun with this one because, getting real. I mean, it's, you don't get much more, uh, yeah. practical, you know, than that. And so when we break this down, there's some stuff in here that I think if people take it away today, take one thing away today, their steps are going to look different. Mm. I think their mindset's going to be different. And I think mm. that's a part, that's what we're trying to do is just make people look through a different lens. And today mm -hmm. we're going to have people really look through a different lens about themselves. I'm pretty sure because yeah. you've got some gold that I know you want to share. So let's talk about the first letter in getting yeah. real. All we've right. got R, you know, we got renewed, renewed, we've got educated, we've got accountable, we've got loud mm. renewal. You know, we talk about this, you know, this is the last episode of this month talking about this. And, and I still think, man, it, it can't be said enough that <laughs> mind renewal is a foundation mm. of, of something that charts our course. Yeah. And, and I would ask you, talk about the way you renew your mind and how important mm. it is to you. Yeah, man. The renewed mind, man. I picked up a couple of years ago, the practice of contemplation. Some, some people call it the contemplative mind, the, uh, the, the uh, contemplative prayer practice. Um, some people just categorize it as just meditation. But one of the ways that um, I practice consciously renewing my mind is um, kind of stepping into each day the 
consciously stepping into the unknown and consciously stepping into this realization and really this, this embracing of for today, I don't know. For today, I don't know. Uh, I, I think many times, um, and this has been one of my big words this year already so far is we conclude so fast. We conclude, we conclude um, about our lives. We conclude about other people. We conclude about God. Oh, God's like this. Oh, I'm just like this. Oh, that person, they're just like this. And we shut the door, close the book in the story and we conclude on ourselves and then we conclude on God and we conclude on society and we conclude on uh, social issues and, and politics. And we conclude so fast and we get into this, I know it, I got it, I'm done. And when you say renewed mind, man, what comes to heart for me is a renewed mind is one that's open. One that's mm -hmm. saying, I embrace the unknown, right? Mm -hmm. I embrace, I embrace possibilities. I embrace, I embrace the idea that I don't know it all and that where I really want to be in life, who I really want to show up as in life is probably somewhere hidden in the darkness of what I don't know, not in mm -hmm. what I do. Because what mm -hmm. you know has gotten you where you are. But many times we're never really satisfied with where we are, are we? We really want to always achieve more, do more, evolve, grab, you know, move forward, right? Yeah. Grow, mature. And so, you know, for me, man, I consciously practice walking into every day. God, today, wipe the, wipe the slate clean. If I was a whiteboard, wipe it off. Yesterday, whatever thoughts, ideas, mindsets, uh, perspectives uh, served me for yesterday, that was yesterday, but today is going to have new things, new challenges, new, 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 new um, experiences. And so yeah. it's like, God, what do I need to embrace for today, uh, for today's journey? And so, you know, that mm -hmm. having that open mind, man, God just drops so much revelation, so many just words to me that just encourages me and strengthens me for the day. Yeah. What I hear you say, and, and thank you for saying that, but it, because I think... Mm -hmm. The component that keeps popping into my head when you're talking is mm. humility. Yeah. And if you can have a blank canvas walking into that day, like you said, a whiteboard yeah. of humility in, inside yourself, then you are more open to renewal. Mm -hmm. Like you are a, you are um, fertile ground for go. renewal. So yeah. That's a great point that you make because, I mean, I haven't had anybody explain. That's why I love bringing somebody different mm. perspective changes. Man, that is huge because audience, look, you don't know what you don't know, right? And so when you walk into a day based on your experiences in the past or what your knowledge base is to that point, mm -hmm. I think it boxes you in. Not only that, it boxes God in. That's what you're doing is boxing him in because you're not opening up that yeah. canvas for him mm -hmm. to just do what he wants to do in that moment, man. I think that's awesome. I, I, I think, I mean, I can get better at that. So I appreciate you sharing that. Um, so do you have any examples kind of, of what your morning looks like? Cause I'm going to assume to renew your mind the right way. It's got to start yeah. early in the day, right? I mean, you Absolutely. can't get to 6 PM and go, Oh Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah mind point, renewal man. okay so <laughs> talk about point. that man yeah man so um i do work with a mindset coach um someone who is licensed and someone who's educated in psychology um and it's not really so much for therapy but rather it's really about um the subconscious training and just the mental training and uh one of the things that he taught me was 
by default, we all have rituals. We all have routines. Um, it's, it's, but it's about cultivating and creating one that serves you, one that works for you. Mm -hmm. And so um, last year, that was a huge shift for me because I was, by nature, I get up at around 3.30 in the morning. I'm, I'm just a natural early bird. That's, that's not kudos or big things for me. It's just, that's just who I am. Mm -hmm. So I get up at 3.30 in the morning and my old routine I was very rigid around what that looks like. I'm going to I'm going to meditate for 25 minutes. I'm going to pray for 35 minutes. I'm going to get before God. I'm going to I'm going to train. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And it was very, very rigid. And after having a, a conversation with him, I was very frustrated because I have a creative space um, in the morning where God flows and I'm yeah. able to write and create. Yeah. And so um, and my mind is is, you know, able to be renewed. And so. He helped me to tweak it. And this was something that was interesting that I really wanted to share with the listeners mm. is that there is no template right. for your relationship with God. I have a buddy that was the best man in my wedding. And he has this phrase. He's a uh, like a karate guy. He, he gets into like mixed martial arts. And he has a phrase. He says, workout is worship. And when he first came out with that slogan, I didn't know what he meant. Workout is worship. What are you talking about? Mm -hmm. Every morning as a personal trainer myself and just I am just a fitness fanatic. I found and I noticed that when I run on the treadmill. Man, I'm writing sermons, I'm writing content, I'm writing my next yeah. book. I mean, stuff is just falling out of heaven, man. I mean, God is Let's just go. dropping jewels on me, right? Mm -hmm. But I was trying to box God into, I'm going to sit somewhere and I'm going to meditate and I'm going to wait before Candles. the Lord. Yeah, right. And it's like, this is uninspiring. Right. And I was so boxed into God has to come first. I can't, I can't dare work out and then get with God. And the revelation was, that's how God works with you, Travel. In your working out, he speaks to you. It's okay. Yes. And so just whoever you, you know, who's ever listening, don't box God into some rigid routine, some religious routine, and you're deflated versus being inspired. So let God do what he does with you the way he does it with you you're unique and special i've done it exactly. i've done it before man i've, I've done exactly what you said i've <laughs> almost wore that cloak of guilt because i you know i felt like i oh i drank a half a cup of coffee before i prayed you know See? oh no oh, so no. yeah i mean <laughs> man i'm gonna tell you right now it's both and it's both thank and you. thank god you. is unlimited yes. so if he wants to speak to you he'll do it when you're going out to get the newspaper in the morning so I, you know, I think we just have to be tuned into the right station. He's always yeah, talking man. to us, man. Always. We're just not always listening, but um, <laughs> that's a great, that's a great tool. That's, that's a great, great practical, too. you know, that's yeah. a great way to practically explain the listeners. Hey, free yourself up, man. Yeah. Don't, don't be bound by that guilt or that, you know, conviction yeah. anymore that, Oh, I didn't do it when I was supposed to do mm. it, you know? So I love it. I love it. Um, you know, as we go into educated, so mm -hmm. the R-E-A-L, man, the E for educated, I want to somehow, um, and it might be a little off script, you know, we're going to, that's okay. God, yeah. God wants the listeners to know what he wants the listeners to know today. Mm -hmm. So, you know, strategies and methodology I like to talk about when mm -hmm. it comes to learning, because mm -hmm. if we're on a growth track, 
then learning's part of that. That's right. Okay. Expanding our capacity. That's what it is. Yeah. So your journey, um, I know about it. You can talk a little bit about your past when it comes to why are you such a fitness fanatic and mm -hmm. talk about your journey and then how that developed into you being hungry for information, hungry mm -hmm. for betterment, for growth, because mm -hmm. I think it does apply here. So we talk about educate, we talk about growth, talk mm -hmm. about a little bit about your story and how you got into this whole track of just, man, you're so hungry to learn and grow. Yeah, man, that's an excellent, you know, I love that you pulled that out because I, I never even drew the lines, but I'm going to have to go back to this recording, man, once it's all done and just really <laughs> meditate on what you just broke down because you just tapped into something that I think I'm just going to I think run so, with, man. I think so. And it wasn't the, me. So I think it's yeah, worthwhile. Man, that's, yeah. So, um, so the journey to this, you know, hunger for growth and, 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 and for education, um, seven years old, man, seven years old, I was the skinny kid. I was, you know, like, you know, like, like, like any regular guy, right? Regular body type, skinny little kid, seven years old. At the age of eight, man, there was this shift. I mean, I'm looking at these little pictures in the backyard, little skinny little kid hanging up, you know, I'm just hanging out in the backyard playing with my cousins. Almost like the next year, night and day, I just ballooned up, man. I just picked up weight, became this, you know, fat kid, chubby kid. Um, you know, I got the I got the man boobs, you know, I got I got the big belly. And look, eight years old, guess what? It's shame That's time. Rough. That's right. We are about to make fun of you. We are gonna pick on you. We are gonna bully you to death. We are gonna chase you home from school. We're gonna call you names. We're gonna alienate you. We're gonna make you feel like you're not included in anything. Um, the girls, you know, you don't get no play with the girls. And so all of this crap in the, you know, in that age of eight to maybe 13 or 14, my neighborhood, the kids, man, just mm. society just really beat me down. And when they, and when they began to beat me down, I really got in the rut of comparisons and I wasn't praying to God back then, but just my inner dialogue. Why me? Why am I fat? And those kids aren't. Why do I have like this fat on my chest and I look like a girl, but these guys don't? Why, why am I being picked on and nobody else in my neighborhood is getting picked on? So I started comparing myself and I just felt like crap. I felt like a rag doll. I, I felt like society's throwaway child. And so um, fast forwarding, I've always struggled with my weight. If, if I don't work my butt off, I'm just one of those natural body types that I'm just going to pick up weight if I don't work it, mm -hmm. work it off. So fast forward, man, many, many years, I'm here in Pasadena and we just joined the church here in Pasadena. And, um, you know, you still are carrying those childhood scars, of course. those childhood issues, right? Early morning prayer, man, at this point in time, because I mean, I'm skipping a whole bunch of time, right? But, yeah. but long story short, it's, I'm teaching men how to pray at this point. I, I, I was writing my first book on prayer and teaching men how, how to pray. And a personal trainer named Tony Johnson, he joins morning prayer with us and we build this relationship. He wants to know how to pray and get better with connecting with God. And here I am, you know, I'm like 23 or 24 at the time. And one of my best friends in the church 
um, just a few weeks prior had pulled me over into the main office of the church. And he said, Travell, listen, I'm, you know, in love. I just got to tell you the truth. He says, man, you've gotten really big. I stepped on the scale later that week. I was 245. 245, out of shape, just in a bad place. Can't see you at 245. Can't 245, see it. man. Can't just, see just, it. Just a bad place, right? Tony and I made this quick pack. He needed to know how to pray and connect with God. I needed to know how to lose weight. Oh, maybe I didn't add this. Tony was a certified personal trainer and yeah. the district manager of Gold's Fitness, Gold's, Gold's Gym. Gotcha. I, come on, man. I mean, come on. The dots connected. Dots connected, man. So I said, Tony, you teach me how to lose weight, brother. I'm going to teach you to pray. Again, fast forward, man. Two years of meeting Tony in the Goals Gym. I'm sorry. Back then, it was called Bally's. Bally's Total Fitness. He became gym, um, a Goals Gym later on. But mm. Bally's Total Fitness, we met in Pasadena in the parking lot of this gym at five in the morning every day. I taught him how to pray. The gym opens up. He taught me how to lose weight. In two years, I lost 75 pounds, changed my life forever. I understood fitness and nutrition. I, I then went on to get certified because what I learned in that time, as he grew in his relationship with God, and mm -hmm. as I grew in my relationship with fitness and health, what I picked up and what led to this thirst for, for, for knowledge and, and, and for education and growth was I understood for the first time the way that God designed the human body is very, mm -hmm. similar, is very similar, paralleled, in fact, of how he designed the mind and our spirit. On so purpose, if, right? So if you know how to train the body to cause adaptations, then you also can apply that same information to the way you think and that inner man, and you can cause all types of adaptations and change on every single level of your life. And so through that knowledge, man, through literally becoming certified, I still got my book right here. Look at this, man. Still got it right here, man. Let's National go. Certified Trainer right there. Personal fitness right there. This knowledge, this became sort of a, a second Bible, man. And yeah. God, God dropped so much revelation through this study and he began to, you know, really cultivate and 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 understanding of how the mind works and how the body works and how the spirit works. And I just took off. I, I just man, took off. I, that's I mean, look at the transformation too. And and I would imagine if we were sitting down with with Tony, yeah. he would have that's that right. he would feel that same transformation in a different way, right. right? With prayer. So that that to me, when I hear you say that is you know, iron sharpening iron and God, you know, obviously physical transformation is a little easier to identify that that's a need in your life. There's other areas in your life that maybe there aren't, aren't so identifiable, but like we talked about when you're getting renewed in the morning or you're, you got that blank canvas of your mind and you're opening the door for God to step in and show you something, man, he reveals that. And then there's a book for everything, right? I mean, we're talking fitness. We're talking, there's <laughs> a person right. who has walked through what you've walked through. So there's no excuse for not having information right now. Mm, so right. if you get identified and you can acknowledge that area of need, that void in you, there's mm -hmm. something there that feels that. I mean, you get along with God and God fills every void, but he'll reveal to you resources for that area, Bam. Yeah. people, 
books, whatever. So I, I think we can walk away from this educated portion of the outline to wow, say, yeah. <clears throat> you know, look at your life. Mm. You got to be hungry. You got to identify the need. And then mm -hmm. you got to identify those resources. And I think that was key. Yeah. And I think, man, that's, there's somebody listening to this. I'm not even kidding you. There's yeah, somebody man. listening. If it's just one person, it was enough. Yeah. Yeah, it was that, that is is changed by that mm. conversation. So I appreciate you sharing that. Um, we're gonna we're gonna step into the next portion, which is the A, right? So we've got R E A L and accountability is the A. And it's funny because every time I say that word, I feel like there's somebody cringing <laughs> that hears it. And right. I think it's because somebody's got a unhealthy definition of what accountability is. You know, mm -hmm. it's a, it's biblical. First of all, you know, God didn't send Jesus to just walk the earth by himself. Look, nope. he got 12 people, not that he needed accountability, but he needed to show people that they did. Yep. And so I think accountability is worth talking about mm -hmm. 2000 years later. You know, I feel like That's it's, right. I think it's a foundation for, for our growth as well. Like, I think we can't do this alone, isolated, you know, we have an enemy who would love it if we did, but even more reason to talk about accountability because mm -hmm. we're fighting a battle every day. And if we can win, if we know the enemy and what he wants, <clears throat> we can go the other direction. So talk That's to right. talk That's to the right. listeners, um, you know, give your, I guess, definition of accountability, what you think it really is, and then how it's mattered in your life. Um, mm -hmm. You just talked about that story. I mean, that story was accountability in a nutshell, but yeah. um, talk about how it should matter to somebody listening that's struggling with it. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I'm a, I'm a big definition person. So when I hear the word accountable, accountable or accountability, um, really that word is broken out into two different things. It's an account and then able or account and then ability. So it's our ability to give an account. Mm -hmm. And so the first thing that I would always share about accountability is it's never about the other person. It, it actually, it's actually never about the other person. Mm -hmm. Now go with me, this may take some imagination, right? But I mean, I could take this bottle of water mm -hmm. and I could be account able to this bottle of water. I don't actually need the other person. And I think that's what you were starting to allude to. Many of us have an idea that accountability means a rigid, rugged relationship yep. with someone who's going to nail us and bash yep. us and, and beat us down like a drill sergeant because we didn't give uh, 110%. You didn't give 150%. You, did, you didn't go the extra mile, man. And we get this beat down complex and it's like, no, 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 accountability starts with you. I could literally sign this sparkless water up as my accountability partner. And I could say, okay, at five in the morning every day, I'm gonna come before this sparkless water and say, okay, yesterday I gave it my all, I did my best, and I'm excited about what we have going on for today. Mm. That's, the, that, that's the account. Yesterday I did my best. Right. I may have tripped up. I may have slipped. I may have not done enough. I may not have. But it's it, it's your ability to give an account of where you are. So it really begins with that humility. It really begins with your desire to face 
um, the truth about where you are in life with mm -hmm. a healthy respect to the fact that in God's eyes, where it matters most, you're always accepted. You're always approved of. You're always appreciated. And so it's this, uh, you know, in my life when I've, you know, because I have a few accountability partners, they know very clear. And this mm -hmm. is not being haughty or being cocky. Right. But but when I establish those relationships, they know up front, you're someone who I'm going to consciously, intentionally avail myself to, to be able to speak back into my life, offer um, uh, 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 constructive mm -hmm. critiquing and mm -hmm. criticism. But let me be very clear about this. And this is me speaking with my accountability partner. You're never going to crush my spirit. You're right. never going to cause me to have shame. You're never going to cause me to feel that I'm less than. Yeah. Those days are over because I'm checking with him first. Right. You are going to, I can, I can, as you know, as, as my pastor says, chew to me, spit out the bone. So my relationship with my accountability partner is, Let's come into this moment of accountability. I'm going to share and avail my life with you. I'm going to then consider what you're saying and allow God to confirm that which I need to keep and to let go of that which I need to, to let yep. go of. Yeah. Right. And, so. if, and if you choose wisely in those people and their mm -hmm. like minded counsel, yep. then God's going to reveal to them what you yeah. need to hear as well. Correct. I feel like, you know what I'm saying? So Absolutely. we make it more than about the man. Yes. We make it about the message. And so I think so, you know, I love the whole, uh, I like that chew the meat, spit out the bone. That's pretty good. I like that. Cause we do need to filter information, of course. Yes. You know what yes. I mean? So yes, uh, yes. that's a great point. And uh, I, I'm glad you talked about some of those people that in your life, because people listening right now, um, I mean, even me, I've gone through kind of some ups and downs in trying to mm -hmm. get those right people structured mm -hmm. in my life. But I call it, you know, giving somebody the permission to hold the mirror. So, Ooh, nice. you know, somebody's in your got that just holding it up and you look at yourself, Man. you know, and you, you talk, you, you can say, yep, I did it right today. Or, mm. hey, my heart was right, but mm -hmm. I may have tripped up here. So there's just there's there's a need for that. And, and I think there's somebody listening that doesn't understand how to practically walk that out. So mm -hmm. what about being an accountability partner? So let's say, so I've had a guy on the show before that talked about being both a Paul and a Timothy mm -hmm. to somebody, yeah. right? So you're, you know, if you're a Paul to somebody, then you're kind of, the, the script is flipped a little. So you're that accountability person yeah. that's speaking into somebody's life. Talk about maybe some areas where you've done that and what that looks like, how that's helped somebody. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I do that for several men right now. Um, and, you know, sometimes brothers will come to you, um, you know, when, when they're high and, and they want to just, you know, just chop it up on some things. Mm -hmm. But more likely, uh, a lot of the times that they come to you, you know, when things are bad and, um, what I've always done is I've always practiced number one, um, uh, something called empathetic listening. Yep. So I always listen with empathy. How can I, to the best of my ability, put myself where this person is to feel, feel what they're feeling. 
um, and to try to get inside of their space um, so that I can then speak from that, which then leads to the second thing is validate. I always try to validate people's feelings. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, you're feeling that way for a reason. You know, it, I'm not going to just like gloss over how you feel and no, nah, man, you should suck it up and be a mighty warrior of God. The Bible says, man, sure, sure. people don't need that crap. Like, stop sure. that. Stop that. <laughs> you know, I, I always say, be the word of God, be yes. the word. Right. If, if he spoke you into being and, and then he uh, inspired other people to write the word that everything comes from a spoken word. So just live this life, man. Quit, quit, yeah. quit, quit trying to. Oh, anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I get down that path. Preach. Yeah. But but yeah, man, number one, empathetic, empathetic listening, really listen, not to just quickly answer and just get them off your plate, but sure. to say, yo, man. If you ask me for 30 minutes, you actually have my 30 minutes. I'm not, I'm not going to be in your face for 30 minutes, but my mind is somewhere else for 30 minutes Sure. Um, because people can feel that presence. Of so course. number one, provide presence, be present. Um, number two, listen with empathy, try to get inside their space so that you can truly fellowship Get yeah. inside the ship with your fellow man. <laughs> Don't just look from the shore and like, man, you you drowning, brother. You drowning. Right. No, man. Good luck. in that boat with them. Right. Mm-hmm. And then thoroughly validate. Validate where they are. And then through that three-step process, then um, really just saying, you know, in that time, kind of like internally praying, God, what would you have me to say in this moment? Right. That's and so not good. judge it. And not judge it. Because sometimes he'll say, you know, share this. And in your in your uh, logical mind, you're thinking, man, this is kind of harsh, man. My, my brother might not like me after I say this. They always yeah. do because you're being- not on my own understanding in that moment, right? That's Don't try right. to make sense of it, uh, no. man. That's so good. No. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch this back, and and man, I'm gonna pause it right there. I think because that's a that's really good. People listening right now probably are going, oh wow, I hadn't thought of it that way. You know, (laughs) when you break that down like that, man, that is good. That is tangible. That's something they can do today. Start Mm. today because we got, you know, we got leaders listening too. people that are in leadership positions and they struggle with being that Paul to somebody being that mentor, that accountability person that speaks truth and love. And, uh, I think Mm. you just gave them something that was gold, uh, Mm. man. So, okay, man, we'll transition then. Cause that was that, what else can we say about that? I mean, I think it's important to have people to identify our blind spots. Um, mm-hmm. So that's very crucial. So to transition into getting loud, right? We're getting real today and, and we've gotten so real with Travel that, man, we could technically probably stop here and, and write a book <laughs> about what we just talked about. But, but I think it's important to talk about our believers, like our circle of believers in this world, mm-hmm. we're supposed we're called to have a voice, right? Yeah. And what you just said earlier was key. We've, we're called to live it more than we're called to shout it and scream it at people. Yeah. But I think living out loud can be through mm-hmm. our actions. Like we right. can be loud through the way we love people. That's right. Like through the man. way we empathetically yeah. listen to people. Like I think yes. we can do that. Mm-hmm. So. Man, we're in a we're in a world that looks way different than it did. I don't know, two years ago, ten yeah. years ago for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, we could go down the entire list of ways we're divided. Um, you know, just racial, just socioeconomic, uh, political. You know, anything political. We can talk about how that has divided us as a people. 
But the great thing about believers, even if we don't agree on certain things, we can come back to the middle. That's God's word and a God that loves us. And we can all agree on that. Mm -hmm. Talk about how we can be loud as believers in a way that loves people and in a way that bridges the gap that is out there right now. Yeah. Um, as you were speaking, I just want to gather my thoughts so that I can say this with as much clarity as I can. Um, okay. So let me first say that I want to, I want to say one more thing, but, but this flows pretty well in, into this. Um, just, you go, man. Okay. Yeah, thanks. Okay. Go. Okay. Okay. You. Cool. You go. All right, cool. So, so going back to the previous section about when you say leaders are listening, um, one thing that I want to share with leaders and one thing that I, I, I have a passion about with leaders is helping leaders to lighten the load, mm-hmm. helping leaders lighten the load. If you are a leader that is out there, and I just kind of want to look at the camera really quick. Absolutely. Leaders, if you are out there, if you're listening, if you're watching this, I am speaking to you. I want you to understand that or I want to exhort you I want to I want to I want to I want to encourage you to lighten your load specifically in the area of thinking and and you may not even be conscious that you're thinking this but thinking that you're the answer Mm. by you thinking that you're the answer by you thinking that you have to come up with the answer for those that you're leading, that you have to come up with the answer for those that are coming to you for advice. You are carrying such a heavy load mm-hmm. that is stressful, that is deflating, that is that is frustrating because you're not, you, we in and of ourselves, we are containers. We're not the content. Yep. God is the content. We are the containers. Yep. Our job is to simply take the lid off, just like a container. Your job is just to take the lid off. If God has something for you to share, share it. If he doesn't, mm-hmm. shut up. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Those that you lead, those that come to you, they will love you anyway. They will look to you anyway. They will trust you even more because they will see someone who is operating not in their own strength, their own power, their own wisdom, but you're someone who's operating in a total dependency to God. And in my own life, I've said to those that I've led many times, I don't have an answer for you. I don't have an answer for you. It would be, it would be wrong. It would be unjust. It would be unfair. And I would, I would, it, it would be a disservice to you, this is me speaking to that person. It would be a disservice to you for me to just come up with a quick little answer and lead you on your way because I know how much uh, you're investing in what I'm sharing with you. And I don't feel that God is saying anything for me to say to you right now. So let's put a pin in it. Let's cover one another in prayer. And when God has something for me to share with you, I'll share it. So leaders, please, please, oh, please lighten the load. Take that load off your shoulders that weight of the world, take it off. You're not the answer. You're Mm. the container. He's the content flowing through you. Let him flow when he wants to flow. And when he's not flowing, it's okay to shut up. Okay. Yeah. So leaders, please. please. That's unbelievable, man. Cause I hope everybody saw me writing that. Like I'm writing stuff (laughs) down while you're talking. Okay. Okay, Uh, I'm trying to take shorthand over here while we're speaking, but (laughs) no, I think that's perfect. So how can you, now that you've got their attention, mm-hmm. how can how can we be loud? So how how yeah, can yeah, we as a people get loud then? And and yeah. in a world that's 
you know, sometimes the world doesn't want to hear what we have to say as Christians, yeah. right? Yep. Bam, you nailed it right there. Loud, loud is nothing more than a mechanism that gets someone's attention. Mm. Loud can be silent. Mm. Loud could be audible. As long as it gets your attention, it's loud. Have you ever walked into a, I don't know, a mall or even church? You walk into church and someone has on a loud shirt, like sure. a big old orange bright shirt. They just stick out like a thumb, like, like a, you know, like, oh my God, that shirt is so loud. You're like blinding me, right? Yeah. We use those terminologies. Man, that shirt is loud. The shirt didn't say anything but it's displaying something that just grabs your attention. Yeah. How can we be loud in our society? So good. By being so, and this is one of my favorite words, man. So, good. so audacious. Mm -hmm. People recognize audacity. Now, right. people in social media, people in uh, you know stars, media, right? All, all of the famous people that we know, a lot of the times the stuff that goes viral, all, these people are just walking in audacity. They're just audacious enough to do whatever they did, say whatever they said, be however they're being, and the world takes notice. It's I think boldness. that sometimes- It's a know, boldness, right? It's a boldness. It, 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 it is a boldness, right? And that boldness doesn't have to look like anything cookie cutter or spectacular. Yeah. It just needs to be whatever he's calling you to. One of the things, just to make it tangible, one of the things that I do, and so I'm going to- Later on this morning, when I go live for my broadcast, one of the things I'm talking about today is our appetite for yep. approval. Yep. And so I'm starting off my broadcast with plate, fork, and, and and knife in hand. Many times, man, you you wouldn't you wouldn't. I mean, it it would it would amaze you how many times I get DMs and people reaching out to me because they see they may call it creativity, but they see me doing something that would probably scare them to do. Or, you know, I step out into, you know, I try things, I do things that maybe other people wouldn't do. And so as a Christian, Jesus did things that no one else would do, mm. right? And so he's like a model, he's a template of doing what wasn't gonna be done by anyone else, saying what wasn't gonna be said by anyone else. And so we can follow in that same suit and simply pray, Lord, for today, give me a holy boldness, give me an audacious spirit for you that would cause me to do something radical within my own space, within my own context. Wow. And that's the way that we get loud, man. That's, yeah. that, that's the way that we get loud. It's not necessarily with the picket fence, you know, with the picket yeah. signs and, you know, da, 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 right. you know, eh, nah. the world is used to that. The world's yeah. used to that. Um, but let me just share one last thing. What would be extremely loud in, you know, someone's context is when you follow the prompting of God in very unreasonable circumstances. When you follow the prompting of God in very unreasonable circumstances, when you're in that restaurant and you feel a prompting to go pay for someone's yeah. dinner and you don't know that person from Adam, yeah, you know, you, you, you have no idea, but God is saying, go pay for their meal. Yeah. That's loud because yeah. that opens up doors for God to then pour in something later on when you're no longer in that person's presence. They're wondering where did that, how did that come to yeah. be? And so, just that holy boldness, man. Man, I tell you what, when you're talking, I just got, I'm just, stuff's going off in me. And I, I feel like, hey, man, man yeah. so what I hear you say, and this is for the listeners, you know, that that are 
tracking because this is a good story. Um, you know, people respond to things that are counterintuitive sometimes. Boom. Yes. What is counterintuitive in our society gets people's attention. Yeah. And right now, living in that love and unity and and I'm not being a kumbaya guy either. I'm saying mm -hmm. to walk in that counterintuitive kindness that the world craves but doesn't see enough of. Mm -hmm. Man, that's being wow. what you're saying. Wow. That's being yes. audacious. And one other thing that hit me was today our society is super visually stimulated. Very. People are not as audibly stimulated. Now they might hear something that catches them and great. That's awesome. Yeah. But that leaves them the next moment. Like they don't retain that so much. They mm -hmm. say, you know, I got a guy that's a friend of mine that does, he teaches empathy based listening. And he says, uh, we really, we really listen to about 20%. If uh, that, if man. that 20%. So what I say to you could be mm -hmm. tremendous in that moment, but you're going to walk away and 10 minutes later, probably not remember. But people are visually wow. stimulated, man. Wow. I'm going to remember what I see. Travel. That's amazing. I love it. I love so, it. I mean, I couldn't help but share that because it's just going off inside me when you're talking. Yeah, so yeah. be that visual stimuli for people. Oh, that's how we get loud. I love I the shirt love analogy it. you just said, man, that is so perfect because mm. there's noise out there that isn't good loud. No. And, and you hear people talk about all the time, man, the, the silence was deafening. You wow. know, <laughs> look at that. You know, the silence There's was deafening. Yes, yeah, that's I another one. That's so I'm like, hey, we, sometimes we'd be loud without saying anything. So, um, man, I think that I don't know. I think we just we just dropped some sort of bomb there in somebody's life. Somebody's walking away different now after mm -hmm. hearing some of that. Mm -hmm. I appreciate you saying that. Mm -hmm. um, just so we can we we can wrap this up, man. I yeah, think that yeah. we hit this great and. Mm -hmm. Talk to us where we can find your resources, um, mm -hmm. where they can, you know, find your podcast, of course, because that thing is taken off like gangbusters. Yeah. So talk <laughs> about yourself a little bit. I know you don't like yeah. to, but, yeah. but talk about yourself so they can find you. Yeah, man. Um, I am the possible.com is uh, the hub. We're actually, um, I just met with a, a business partner of mine yesterday and, and we're looking to just revamp it. I'm, I'm creating something this year, looking to do some, some more trademarking, um, but just around the, the I am the possible universe, man, and just really creating the vision that God's given me um, for creating this, this entire resource universe um, so that people can really tap into it and, and, and really get the resources that they need. But um, I am the possible.com, man. That's, that's, that's everything. If you Google, I am the possible, um, then, then everything comes up across social media, uh, the website, the podcast, I am the possible podcast.com. So everything is, everything is uniformed, man. Really wanted to make it very simple for people, for people to find me. So across all platforms and, and, uh, any, anything that's, 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 uh, searchable online, uh, you can find it just by typing in, I am the possible. Yeah. It's not, I am possible. It's, I am the no, possible. The, that's how you find him. Yeah, yeah. Apple podcast. Yeah. The podcast is tremendous too. So <clears throat> man, I love, I love his materials. Uh, you know, watch him. He's, he's all over Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook. So yeah, he's got good stuff out there that you're going to walk mm -hmm. away differently. 
um, yeah. after you read it, after you listen to it. So, man, I, I on behalf of, of the listeners, yeah. I got to say thank you. And yeah. for all of the wisdom, um, all of the transparency, authenticity yeah. that you brought today, I think no doubt somebody walking away different. So I appreciate yeah. it, Travell. Yeah, um, thank you. And, and listeners, hey, I, you know, I'm going to send you off with this. You know, there's a there's a challenge to you to, you know, get real in your own life, you know, uh, mm-hmm. just renew your mind every day. Just be humble enough to give God that blank slate to give you something and reveal to you. And then, you know, walk in education, learn about growth, learn, be hungry mm-hmm. to learn more, identify that place in you that you feel that void and ask mm-hmm. God to reveal ways for you to learn and grow. And, and I mean, find a person, get accountable, Get accountable to yourself, to your faith, to God, but get get somebody involved in that process, somebody you trust, somebody that's a godly person that can speak life into you. And then you know what? Get loud, get authentic, get bold, right. like Travell said. Get loud yeah. without even saying a word. Mm-hmm. Go love on people and, and just be the gospel instead of screaming it at people. So mm-hmm. uh, you know what? With that, I will encourage you to go out and put legs on this. Take that step today. And until next time, be blessed. Okay, let's go. Look. 